Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. It's me, your host, Ray, and we're gearing up for another episode of Candid Conversations delivered to you with humor, honesty, and zero chill. If I may bother you for a second, well, it's not a bother, it's, you know, it's a valid request um wherever you're listening to this podcast could you please do me a favor and subscribe rate and review so we can get these numbers up and expand i'm getting so much love lately from people you know ordering the free pins on my website or people just leaving dope comments on instagram or reviews in the podcast app i really appreciate and look forward to getting all the feedback so keep it coming you know subscribe to the podcast give us a rating review it and most importantly tell your homies so we can grow and we can grow together So, let's get into it. Let's get the conversation started. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the podcast. I have a lovely guest today, a professional uh, Gen -er, (laughs) Zer, our intern at my job. Sarah to come on the show to talk about, you know, Gen Z. She's part of the youth. Millennials, you know, we used to be the youth. We're aging out and people don't like us anymore. Nah, you're cool. <laughs> so I think there's sort of, I think people get confused between Gen Z and millennial. Some use the term to describe like, like both sets of people. When I hear a lot of people like older people complaining about millennials but they might actually be describing like teenagers and those technically are not millennials so tell me like what is a gen z a zier well i am in this weird spot actually in this presentation i have this mix between there's the 19 to 23 year old today where they're kind of like on this cusp because there's been a lot of research online like does Gen Z start after 1990 or does it start after 95 or 97 so like we're if you're 19 to 23 in 2018 you're kind of like is floating between the two generations so I would consider myself either the last born of millennial or the first born of gen z how old are you I'm 21 okay. I'm almost gonna be 22 next month wow. so enjoy life <laughs> before it disintegrates I just turned 30 so what I'm no, old you're like as dirty. Oh, thank you. I cannot tell. I am horrible. <laughs> I cannot tell anyone's age, which is a good thing. Like, yeah. it'd be like well, you forever. I don't look that old. No, nah, you have good genes. Well, thank you. But. but yeah, so these people who, I think that anyone who is in their early 20s right now has always kind of shadowed millennials. We've always like looked up to you guys. Like, you guys were the age, you were like 16 when I was 10 watching you on um like disney channel or something like that like for example isn't selena gomez like oh yeah what is she she, taylor swift aren't they taylor swift's older i think she's like 29 maybe so they kind of like were the exact same age as you and i remember looking up to them like they're so cool and i can't wait to be (laughs) and i'm sure every girl who's like in their early 
stages in middle school always look up to the older group. But anyways, back to Gen Z. So then anyone who's pretty much 18 and younger now are like truly born in technology. Like I grew up in the 90s, so I don't I didn't have a phone until I was 13. Oh, so yeah, yeah, so, me too. So we oh, can okay. relate upon that. Yeah, that's and why like people getting think... internet was a big deal. Like yes. no one ha- I remember <laughs> my best friend when I was in middle school got internet and it was like crazy cuz no one else had internet and we'd go to her house <laughs> and it'd be like those horrible dial-up noises like kids yes. don't know. You know what that is? The- like the noise like like like, to get on the internet it went through the phone so that was it was dial-up so yeah it would make these like painful noises um for people yeah if you're young you don't even know that you probably just always had a wi-fi or something where you didn't have to go and you couldn't use the phone because the internet was through your phone so if you're using the internet then like your phone no one could call you that was when okay. people still called you on the landline <laughs> now I'm grew up with the landline yeah before. now everyone has cell phones so yeah that's interesting yeah that's why it's like i split the two between like pretty much 20 to 24 maybe cap it like that is the age where you were born with you grew up majority of your life without but then like tech just kind of like became immersed afterwards but yeah if you're born now or if you're 18 like yeah you pretty much had an ipad yeah and you're like eight wow. minimum <laughs> That's um, crazy. so i still remember like did you remember what putt-putt is no you know what putt-putt is, is oh like my miniature God. golf what is that <laughs> <laughs> video game it was like this car and do you remember that mouse it's like a circle and you have to like click with the circular mouse i get my games were like okay. oregon trail do yeah, you know what that is see <laughs> Did you have a DS, a Nintendo? See, DS was like when I aged out of that. I had a wow. Game Boy. Do you know what a Game Isn't Boy? Isn't that the one that wow. flips up? Wow, see this, this generational divide. No, Game Boys didn't flip up. I mean, they had one. The, the new, original Game the Boy DS. is... No, a Game Boy is like a Before gray... Like, Google. Okay. <laughs> Google oh, right wow. Now. See, I'm showing my age. These kids don't even know what a Game Boy is. The Game Boy was like a big. The original one was like this big clunky gray. Okay, thing. I got the new after. Okay, you. and then oh this yeah, shit. I yeah. did have that flip up one. This is the first one. I yeah. Got. Okay. I wow. That. See, this is the last one I got. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I had the like gray Game Boy, and then they made Game Boy Color, and they had yes. like different color ones. I had yes. that, and then I had this one. Okay. Never that was that one. Game Boy something else and then i had that flip up one too yeah i started on that was the last thing. game boy i had and then i was and you were done too old it. well i think that came out i was really into video games as a child but gotcha. when i i feel like i stopped playing in college or maybe late high school yeah i didn't have that that's gotcha. extreme game <laughs> i think i stopped playing video games maybe around 17 or 16 that's still like older like i stopped playing video like nintendo ds probably like 14 yeah so but that's when iphone started to become oh that makes sense yeah there was no iphone or anything so i was like 15 when i when people started getting iphones 
Yeah, I remember iPhone came out when I was in college. Okay. And it was, like, a big deal. And back when iPhones first came out, you could only buy them on AT&T. So I predicted, I was like, oh, AT&T stock's probably going to go up really high. wow, look at you. But I, you know, I had these ideas, but I was poor and broke, and (laughs) I lived with this girl that was rich, and I said that, and then she bought all these stocks and made money, and I was mad, (laughs) because I had the idea, but I had no money. So... Don't tell your ideas follow to rich your people. Gut, Ray. <laughs> and follow your gut. What the heck? But, um, yeah, so that's interesting. We already yeah. have a technology divide. So what are the values, I guess, of Gen okay. Z? Hmm. How do they differ from millennials? Um, well, let's see. In terms of online, I feel like, you know, my notes are so unorganized. I am not prepared for this. It's okay. But this is a loose and fast if show. I, would just like, <laughs> I know, because I, I don't think I identify completely with Gen Z, mm. but I don't want to call myself millennial either. Um, so like Kylie Jenner, she's a Gen Z. Is that like someone who's a Gen much. Z epitome? When I think, because I feel like us millennials, we get a bad rep for being like, you know, selfie whatever selfie on social media and all this stuff but i don't think that's true i think think it's it's the gen Gen z people that are doing all this stuff because i know plenty of people like my age late 20s that don't even do any of that like i deleted my facebook probably eight years ago i post so rarely on instagram my personal one i mean for the podcast i try to post more but it's like i don't really i don't care about social media see that's like where i think for us it's more like your social media is like your platform and but why do you need a platform (laughs) yeah this is silly it's really interesting and it's kind of like it's your reputation it's like if you don't have social media presence you're like not involved like you're not considered a human which is (laughs) weird it's so weird (laughs) <laughs> this is so interesting uh-huh. to me because I'm like the opposite like I like it was my birthday a couple weeks ago yes, and I went okay. to yes <laughs> I went to Palm Springs okay. and I turned 30 and I feel like I didn't post anything because I don't care like I was there with my friends and I'm just trying to enjoy my friends I'm not trying to like look cute and do it for the gram I don't know but I suppose if I was like turning 18 I imagine like all these 18 year olds -olds olds yeah I feel like everything is so and you can tell just I think products and it have changed now it's like making things that will take a good picture like Things are created to go viral, not necessarily to, like, be practical, I would say. Yeah. Like, uh, there, I saw this disgusting dessert. It was, like, a burrito dessert, but the, like, tortilla was made of cotton candy. So it's basically, like, they have this big cotton candy, and then they put in ice cream and all this, like, cereal and gummy bears, all this disgusting oh stuff, and, like, roll it up oh. like it's a burrito, and then I'm like, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> Who wants to eat this? But oh, everyone's wow. taking pictures and like holding. Yeah. yeah, I feel like everything's just for shock value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like to pose, and then no one's actually eating, eating it. it. Yeah, 
I can 100% see it. And that's like the whole like experiential thing. And it's kind of like pairing products that no one really uses just for the sake of it looking good. <laughs> This is so weird. It's a weird um, world. But then it's funny because then I'll see like people who are like in their probably later thirties who just like do probably more like if you're in your forties that like want to be cool, so they're using Instagram, <laughs> and you just they're like you cannot use Instagram. Oh, man. Like trying to teach my mom how to Instagram is pretty funny. She's like, how do I add location and like and like I put in gifts and stuff because yeah. funny. She's like, I don't want that, and I'm like it then why are you on social media? And it's like, I don't know. It's, um... So I have a question, but when old people start using stuff, isn't it not cool anymore? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I was, like, reading how Instagram has been on a decline, actually, yes, because... It's like that. Facebook. I, I agree, because when Facebook first came out, when I, I was, like, the first generation to use Facebook, I remember it came out my senior year in high school and that's when I first heard about it everyone yeah. used to still have MySpace back then that's yeah. how old I am <laughs> so no, we had I heard about Facebook senior year and that you had to be a college student when Facebook Definitely. originally came that's out so I'm like oh this is great like college kids and then I think they started letting like high school kids in and then slowly more and then i then like my aunt sent me a friend request i'm like nope gotta nope. stop using this <laughs> shut it down <laughs> like i know i don't Got out i don't want my family friending me on facebook yeah and i feel like now where you facebook used to be like college kids partying doing stuff now it's like some family it thing it's yeah it's like i i like I don't have Facebook but one of my best friends she's like yeah I like to use Facebook because I have family all over the yeah, world and it's exactly. a great way for us to stay in touch exactly. and I was like well I didn't think of it that way but that's sort of not the original intention of Facebook yeah. so yeah. it's interesting I've always perceived Facebook to be this platform to connect family to yeah. and it's kind of like I don't really post too much on that because it's not really trendy but it's like <laughs> I'll just have I have photos from like when I was in eighth grade which is really bad but it's just like random things that you don't realize um and it's I there's a stat from ink.com that I found this morning was saying at age 10 gen z didn't meet the age requirement of facebook but that didn't stop them from lying about their age to create an account to begin and that was literally my group like i remember being in eighth grade and creating a facebook account and clicking eight yes i'm oh, 18 yeah, so easy but to do it wasn't i wasn't actually like the cool college kid like you well like when it first it. started you couldn't you had to literally use your college email really? yeah so it would validate like you had to be in college because you had to use like a dot edu or whatever email and then that's oh how you could gosh. have it and then i think they opened once they opened it to high school students obviously high schoolers don't have like their own email so then there was no way to keep people out based on age after yeah. that that was when i first i first made an email account was because you needed to <laughs> have something i was like 12 years old when I had. An let email. me ask you do the youth use email because i got yes. not uh, really yes. but you use it more for like you don't do you communicate through email like do you email your friends i was having a debate oh, with no. my friend yeah because i'm like who emails their friends my no. friend got mad at me because she sent me some like invitation to 
uh, like a dinner party or something oh, over okay, email. Yeah, nice. But I'm like, I don't check my email. Like my email literally is like whatever. If I'm subscribed to like clothing companies, emails gotcha. or like my bank or like business documents that I need to read. But like, I don't email my friends like, oh, hello, friend. How no. are you? Like, no. That's- <laughs> when it first came out, when I first got an email, yes. Like, yeah, you used to do yeah, that. So that's why I'm like, just text me, bro. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. read my emails. We got yeah. this big argument. I'm like, no one reads emails. And she's like, that's not true. I email people. I'm like, well, okay. Well, she's one of a kind. Exactly. Shout out to yeah. you, friend. Um, I would think, I thought you meant in the context where there's like so many young entrepreneurs now and you see like 14 year olds running their own business. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Not I think for like, business purposes, hello. but not to like communicate quickly no. to people, you would just text them like yeah. you said. Or yeah. I was like, you could even DM me, yeah. snap me. I'm more likely to read yeah. that. <laughs> Your very email. True. Yeah, it's pretty much you could reach anyone. Yeah. Now, which is tricky. Very but interesting. Would you say that millennials exaggerate? Or are you guys like very. I don't know. I feel like. I don't know if this is a millennials. I feel like maybe young thing. millennials. I feel like in general, the world has become this place of opposites. Yeah. And I was reading an article about how social media has influenced that because you can either like or dislike everything. There's not like a neutral button where you just acknowledge like, okay. So because of that like polarization, (laughs) yeah, because of that polarization, people feel like so strongly about these things that really are not, you don't need to feel that strongly about. And like, it really bothers me how I feel like millennials do this Gen Zers, people say like literally, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. literally going to die. Like, do you know what literally means? No, <laughs> that is not what that word means. Or like, I'm dead. Like, oh, I hate people I'm dead say, all day. I hate yeah, people saying exactly. I'm dead. <laughs> literally. Okay, so you hate that. I hate that, point. but I do think people like I know I have friends that say that okay. all the time. But me okay. personally, I'm like, you're not dead. You're literally alive, alive. actually. <laughs> You should get a dictionary and learn words. And that's where it comes to, like, the... the, I feel like in all generations, there's that split between... I feel... I don't know if this is a Gen Z, a millennial, or just rise of media and Kardashian influence. And, like, you see the girls with, like, the long nails, and it's, like, pointy. And then they're all, like, in their ratchet hip-hop music, and they're, like, makeuped out. Like, that's not me. But that's, like... Also with the rise of beauty and then like, yeah, Kylie being a huge influence and like all this stuff, people associate those girls to be the epitome of Gen Z girls. But then no, yeah. there's these like no makeup free girls who are gender neutral skateboarding. Yeah. like Got out there the, in the dyed hairy armpits. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> another category. There's like so many categories. But also I would think in the millennial generation, there's so many categories Yeah, I too. think we got many categories. I think you have sort of the tech like startup entrepreneur tech bro you <laughs> have like woke people <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is woke activists <laughs> What's a woke act? you know being woke you're you're young this you don't know what being woke is no I just saw a commercial for these woke jeans and I <laughs> oh, that's, like a, <laughs> that's I like a joke I didn't know why that was so funny 
woke. Oh man, maybe that's okay. a millennial word. Yeah, it's definitely millennial. Wow, word. interesting. Woke just means you know you know what's happening. You're not a sheep like gotcha. these other society gotcha. people. <laughs> you know the truth about you know whether it's white supremacy or patriarchy yeah. or you know violence and discrimination towards LGBTQ people. Gotcha. You're woke. You're taking a stand. <laughs> so yeah i feel like there's a lot of like fake woke people um a lot of entrepreneur i i feel like it very much became trendy the past several years to just be on instagram like some instagram motivational speaker (laughs) there's a lot of those people that just the leading blog now that we think about that a lot of the like leading a they're kind of like celebrity status now bloggers are these like third in epitome of millennial people yeah. that my generation looks up to and then now you see these 12 to 13 maybe even 16 year old girls trying to mimic these people who originally started you i mean i think it's millennial you your generation that started the whole fashion blogger they yeah we're just following it because we see it and they're like i can do that too so that but you do guys people do still because i i never honestly have been into blogs that much i guess i would read perez hilton you probably don't even know what that is. Perez Hilton. <laughs> no, Perez Hilton. Yeah, Perez Hilton was like the original like <laughs> bitchy gossip blogger. So he's this dude in LA okay. and he made this blog where he would just be like, he was like the original TMZ basically, but it was on the internet. And Perez Hilton, uh, I would read that. That was the only blog I really read to like, see what the celebrities are up to and it's just like very snarky and, and like rude like TMZ but now I feel like he was the original one and he spawned like a bunch of those sort of gossip sort of websites but um yeah that was the only blog I really read in college but do people still blog now I feel like there's not a formal like I have a website this is my blog i feel like people are more like instagram bloggers and real like definitely because like i personally i like even me i like to look at food bloggers not necessarily because i care about their life just because i want recipes (laughs) and so it bothers me when just post the recipe like i don't want to read about your life and all this (laughs) stuff just get to the point yeah so i think social media probably has also lowered people's attention spans because you don't want to read all that stuff you just want to see the picture absolutely see the point and not have to read anything which is sad yeah i think that was another stat i companies or brand anyone has four seconds to grab someone's attention wow um and it's said that millennials have 12 second attention span gen zers have eight second attention span <laughs> wow but then in general like if you think about it it's i think that birth from snapchat or maybe there was something before snapchat that i'm not aware of but like <laughs> vine yeah even that like started with a 15 second video and now like you can choose like i i send a snapchat to be honest i only send a photo for four seconds like, yeah, I hate when people seconds, have I'm those like, long ass need to watch yeah. this <laughs> for more than four <laughs> seconds. So the four second rule definitely applies. So how how do you think this will affect society if the upcoming generation is all have a very super short attention span? They all seem to be very. I mean, I hate to say this. I don't want to 
hate on people like narcissistic with the the whole curating their brand i feel like now a company was a brand now you hear like 10 year olds saying oh i need to make sure my personal brand is okay like why (laughs) so i feel like this is very interesting where people are sort of thinking of themselves as brands and commodities really like you can be famous without necessarily selling a product or having any sort of certifiable talent you can just be famous for just existing existing. yeah yeah that's and that's kind of why i think people like instagram is because you feel like you're famous but you're not um yeah um i don't know where we could i wonder how this will affect like the job market because i think of my nephew he's 17 i say what do you want to be when you grow up he's like oh i'll make some youtube videos like that's not a job (laughs) i asked my friend's little sister she's 14 she says similar things like they don't care like they're not caring about going to school but they'll spend two hours my friend's little sister spends two hours putting on makeup to take a picture but you're not spending two hours studying to go to school. And then you say, well, you need to go to school. And they can say, well, I don't need to go to school. Like, I could just be famous on the internet. And they really can. (laughs) Like, honestly, it's hard to argue with that logic. But I do think that you still need to work hard. And that's what I tell people. Like, sure, I think the, the, the... traditional jobs are changing and i think millennials probably started that with like you know my mom's generation it was more like go to work get a job stay with that job your entire life (laughs) you know retire from that job and you're good but i think millennials were were the first to be like hey you know why do we need to do this like we'll make up our own job that's how you have all these random apps like a lot of jobs that exist today you know like ui designer app designer these are jobs that didn't exist you know 30 years ago so i think you can create whatever job but you still have to do stuff like it's not just like oh i uploaded this video i'm famous now you still have to work hard like whether you're editing your videos or you have to make sure you're you're consistent in uploading your videos every single day and doing all this stuff so i think You know, I don't want to, like, hate on them for having goals that I necessarily wouldn't agree with. But yeah. the, you still have to put in effort at the end of the day. It's not like you can just sit back and get famous. Right, right. It is it is a job in a sense. But um, I think that just comes with, like, age and maturity. And, like, going to college wakes you up from being like, there's more opportunities out there than making YouTube videos. (laughs) So like in these kids' eyes, yeah, they're just going to middle school, high school, and they're watching YouTube on the side, and that's all they know. It's kind of like you don't, what's that phrase? It's like, you don't really know what to ask unless you know or something like that. I don't know how it's phrased exactly, but... Neither do I. (laughs) But sounds like if you don't know what's out there i guess you can't ask the right questions. yes so for them all they see is probably like wow these people are millionaires or they're (laughs) great these are guys are set let me do what they're doing but they don't realize what their the effort effort that goes into it what about tv watching habits because this is i haven't watched tv in like a year what yeah but that was just because i've been in college 
Well, that's still crazy. I was in college. We watched TV. Oh, <laughs> I think, no. but you watch, like, what do you watch? Like, YouTube videos or Netflix or something? You don't I, watch? I haven't been on Netflix for, like, a year and a half. Wow. Do you watch YouTube? What are you, you, Very like, don't watch anything? I haven't had time, man. Okay, well, you're, like, an outlier. Yeah, so but I feel like my life. nephew, like, for, I think, my generation... We view TV as sort of like the supreme. If you're a content creator, you'd want to be in TV gotcha. or maybe make a movie. Like that's gotcha. where it's at. Whereas I feel like even I mean, there's still people in my generation and younger kids where you can just put stuff on YouTube, and that's very interesting. Whereas before, if you wanted to make a TV show, like there's not that many TV networks. It's hard yeah. to get a tv show but now yeah. you can just make your own tv show right. put it and on youtube <laughs> or put it on snapchat or yeah whatever youtube so. is definitely taken over like my brother is 19 he's on youtube yeah now he's in the summertime so i can tell you he's probably on youtube for eight to ten hours a day yeah that's what my nephew and i don't understand he literally just watches other people playing video games yeah, on youtube <laughs> highest paid youtuber yeah that's what my nephew said he said he just wanted to play video games on youtube i'm like this is the most passive thing like playing video games is already passive but watching someone else play a video game like this is so why don't you just play it yourself like i don't understand this at all how is this entertainment it's like a shortcut oh my god that's the other thing is with like internet and then YouTube tutorials, these are essentially shortcuts yeah. to getting doing something faster or like, I don't want to call it cheating, but... I think it's good. It like, honestly, I was saying YouTube is like the new library. Yeah. You don't need to go to the library. Yeah. I've learned a lot of stuff myself from YouTube just earlier today. You know, I had to animate this video and I didn't know how to do this one motion I was trying to get. Googled it. YouTube pops up. I watch it for one minute. Got the skill. Yeah. Whereas before, maybe I would have had to like enroll in a course on oh animation and do all this stuff exactly so i do think it's great that we have you know the internet that can make things quicker but then at the same point you know it does because everything's so quick people have low attention span people might not want to work hard to learn information because they're not used to having to learn so that's interesting yeah what about some more gen z tips facts Um, knowledge i would think that overall like yeah we absorb information quickly and like interpret it quickly but also i feel like that allows for faults because people will judge quickly without knowing the whole story they think they know everything because it's on the it's on it's everything's transparent so they're like oh i got the whole story when really that's not the case at all that's true people just read whatever the headline is yes and they're like oh i know let's go to the next thing so i feel like that's gonna be a problem in fragmented thinking well i think we're already seeing these problems like my friend was telling me about this reddit the subreddit of these like angry men who they have these subreddits where these like angry i guess they're like ugly angry white dudes (laughs) come together and yeah they like just dare because i get they (laughs) 
<laughs> it's hard to explain. It's like they call it like un what, like unwanted celibacy or something. They basically they can't get laid because no one <laughs> likes them. So they all come together on these subreddits the and just go on these rants and like they went on this rant saying like all women should be forced to have sex with a man at any time. My mouth <laughs> yes. is completely. Yes, open right now. this is what? like on Reddit they they said that all women should be forced to have sex with men at any time and that like women only want these stuck up uh like pretty men they call them chads like any like good looking man is called chad but they like women only like the chads so like she was saying some of them have been getting plastic surgery i guess to look like these chads some of them would just go on like violent sprees i guess there was one like that committed some terrorist attack uh, that where he like ran a car or bus or something into a crowd of people yeah. and they connected him to this angry subreddit of what? these angry men. <laughs> yeah. So I think because of the internet and even we saw that with the election and the whole Facebook new fake news stuff, it's like because of the internet, it's very easy to hear information that just validates whatever your own viewpoint is and to really never have to listen to anything that contradicts your worldview, which is very dangerous. And it does lead to people being fragmented and just jumping to conclusions and not listening to other people's opinions. Hence why American news. I don't watch American news. Like, I'm always looking at international news. What instead. news? What's your some of your favorite news to watch? Uh, I shouldn't say that too deeply because I'm not paying attention to it all the time. <laughs> but um, my family's from Lebanon. We're Lebanese. So I'm always, like, I think, like, BBC sometimes. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's just hearing... Just having a connection to someone that's not living in America, essentially, is getting your information from the real people out there and not what America's filtering to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, let's see. What's another point I had? Um, what are the shopping habits shopping of Gen habits. Z like? Because I feel like brands are trying to cash in on this, like, fake being woke trend. <laughs> so, like, just how last month was, you know, Pride Month. Yes. And you see all these Everyone's brands, rainbows oh, and shit, but it's not because they care about these issues. At least my feelings are just trying to cash in and make some money. And it's even, hard to gauge. Yeah. Like, I think certain companies are authentic. Yeah, um, some are, but, but. even at... You know, we had a pride talk here in the office and one of the individuals was speaking and they were non-binary and they were saying how um, they felt that all the prides, they went to the pride march and they said it was just covered in all these banks like these corporate banks are sponsoring all the the pride marches and these are banks that you know have maybe donated or invested in causes that are very antithetical to the lgbtq cause and they were saying how now it's just sort of a photo op for brands to Mm -hmm. like change their logo to some rainbow version Mm -hmm. or like sell sell some stuff Mm -hmm. and that's not what the original intent like the first pride was literally a riot it was the stone stonewall riots and the pride was about standing up for your rights and rioting and and activism not like 
dancing in the street with you know Bank of America rainbow <laughs> flag. So it yeah. was very interesting. I, I would have to say I would blame social media for that, where brands tagged on to it because if there was no social media platforms, I don't think brands would necessarily. Mm, that's actually a good point because they're just involved. getting like advertising exactly. exposure. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's how I would think on that. But actually, another stat, I don't know if, how, if this is going to be true or not, but uh, let's see, this is on my PowerPoint. Guys, I'm preparing this whole PowerPoint on Gen Z. That's why I'm going through these points. That's why you're an expert. <laughs> so, I don't know. So it says Gen Z will fulfill 29 to $135 billion in direct spending by 2020. And if you think about it, also Gen Z is influencing their parents by too because like I guess parents will just nowadays they're like oh my child's aware of everything because they have internet I don't I'm not a parent so I don't know <laughs> I'm nowhere near being a parent so I wouldn't know what my well I guess that makes like. sense because like my mom is old obviously <laughs> and like I have Amazon Prime but my mom doesn't have Prime mm-hmm. so if my mom wants something. I was like, oh, you don't need to go to the store for that. Like, I can just prime it for you. And it arrives, and she's like, cool, Ray, you can take care of it next time. Yeah, exactly. And so I guess my, and I make a lot of choices. Like, because of Amazon, it's easy to see reviews and and whatnot. And I actually learned that 75% of people, I think, search for products in Amazon now instead of using Google. Mm -hmm. So, you know... I look on Amazon, I see this product, I'm like, oh, it's pretty cool. And I show my mom, even though she doesn't even, I mean, she has heard of Amazon. (laughs) I'm sure she's never gone to their website, and she might tell her old lady pals to use it, too. So (laughs) that makes sense. Yeah. So that's where that huge number comes from. Wow. For sure. Um, $44 in buying power. So to brands, like, yeah, all these brands are trying to latch on to Gen Z. But I feel like Gen Z also is very into authenticity and not being fake. We can smell bullshit from a mile away. I mean, I feel like millennials can too. So that's a shared attribute. That's just because we're the most tech savvy. So that's where that comes from. But other than that, I think we but just want to be like heard out. But also that just comes with anyone younger. Like they usually... I don't know if I could speak too much to that because there again, there's so many. There's introverts, there's extroverts. So like, I'm naturally an extrovert, so I will like speak my mind, or like I'll probably want to be heard more than like an introvert would probably like not mind being to their own thoughts and like I don't know. How are the the dating apps for the Gen Zers? I feel because I feel like I a lot of millennials use them. Oh yeah. Do well, the I Gen Z people? Like, no. Do you just slide in the DMs? Like, how do you get a date? <laughs> use a dating I don't even no I'm not on a dating app at all. well how do you get a date like in real life that's how you yeah, get a you date meet someone I'm oh wow oh I mean I agree with you I'm not a dating app person I've done a previous episode I like did this, listen to part but of that. you guys should all watch it and listen to it but I would think that the younger generation like none of your friends use dating apps or anything one of my friend did like tinder was kind of a joke bumble oh yeah was a joke like, oh just, bumble's a joke too okay. kind of like it was good like you're like yes females get the upside but also i think it was a short-term thing like they were on it and then it was just 
off. But again, that just comes down to the person. Like some people want to date more than others. But in general, another stat is Gen Zers put their career before their love life. Oh so, wow! Like you're, we're very much. You're not concerned about no, getting like dates boys anyway. Are like bye bye girls. No, like everything. <laughs> it's very. We're very career driven. But what's your career like? Being an Insta thought, like <laughs> what are you? Oh. What what is the oh, Gen yeah. Z career what that is they're? Gen Z career? Yeah, no, I can't answer that. But we should get a ten year old. Yeah, because I'm like the focus on their careers, but their careers seem to be like video game player and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. App developer. Yeah. I but, okay, that's good. I think that drives entrepreneurial. Yeah, I do think entrepreneurship is very strong that's with the, the so youth, whereas I feel like, you know, when I was younger, your parents would tell you, like, work hard so you can get a job. Yep. They weren't telling you, like, create your own job, where yeah. I think that is a shift. And I think that's great. Create your own jobs, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Um... Another step, 69% of Generation Z would rather have their own workspace than share it with someone Wow, that's a really large... So I feel like this will really affect businesses. If, like, almost 70% of people don't want to work for a company, like, our entire economy will have to change. Mm -hmm. So it will see, like, the next couple decades. Wow, that's really really high amount Mm -hmm. Also, yeah, the companies who, like, large brands today, who think about who's in their workforce right now. Like, I just graduated college, so, like, I'm just touching the workforce, but if I'm the firstborn of Gen Z right now, I can't even imagine what it's yeah, going to be like. Yeah, because you're already fed up. To, <laughs> to hire in, like, a I whole sweet intern came to me yesterday and was like... <laughs> being an adult it's hard <laughs> I, can't, I can't be in this it's office like anyone <laughs> that's true but i feel yeah. like i don't know if older generations thought like that maybe you know when people were hippies in the 60s and there was like fuck this they thought that <laughs> but like i'm like my grandma you just went to work it was it wasn't like this is just what you do you work and then you work 50 years and then you you retire. That's just how it is. Whereas I feel like now, especially with your generation, you don't want to work that long. And I don't necessarily think we have to, you know. Yeah. Technology has evolved. The workplace and the economy need to evolve. I know that mm-hmm. people are, a lot of people are scared about like AI and yeah. and things taking jobs. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think we need to have a cultural shift that accompanies that. But me personally, I don't feel that, like, productivity is why I was born in life, you know? If we have robots that can do most people's jobs, that's great. (laughs) Because I'm thinking, oh, I don't have to work 40 hours a week. Maybe I can work 20 hours a week and I can spend the other 20 hours like being with my family or traveling or do. But I feel like things, if if goods are so easily produced, the price of everything will fall. So maybe you don't have to work as hard to get as much. Like I've seen 3D printed houses. Like they can make a 3D printed house for like $7,000. So if it only costs $7,000 to buy a house, 
and you know AI has done a lot of things and made work efficient maybe every the prices will drop and people will have to work less I choose to think of it in an optimistic way <laughs> that way instead of thinking you know no <laughs> one get a job and everyone's homeless now <laughs> like it could be that way but I think that's all within our power Definitely. like economics is not real <laughs> I mean it, it, the whole system is a false system like money is just a paper representation of actual labor and resources but we can change that on any time like paper money has not always existed yeah. now you know there's cryptocurrency that's coming out so I feel like we okay, just yeah. have to evolve and shift our minds yeah so I, I think a lot of people are in the mindset where like work occupies most of your life so you yes. are identified with your work and you're scared of losing your job gotcha. but maybe if you have to work less then you can have other things that take up your time oh yeah before I started here I full time in my first time in my life four weeks ago <laughs> I um, remember having feeling like you could do anything in the world because you could juggle multiple things when you are by yourself. So hence, the, why that 70% it makes sense because they're like, if I can run this by myself and I could be in Bangkok or who knows yeah. where in the world while doing my job, but while doing three jobs yeah. instead that I enjoy or like, I don't know, maybe that's how that has changed. So also like globalization and then like yeah. ease of travel. So it'll be a cool world yeah, this is like a very like i've heard people say it you know it's another industrial revolution basically you know how when they had the industrial revolution you know factories change because of the industrial revolution like farming change we we're able to for the first time mass produce quantities of things you know population exploded wealth exploded because now you don't have to be a peasant you can go work in the factory and get some money like i feel like this this is sort of with the tech boom i feel like that's going to come about and it could go badly where you know a few people get rich and everyone else is destitute and i think it's kind of already like that now where i think it's you know, everyone knows that statistic of like one percent of people hold eighty yes. percent of the world's wealth Crazy. or something absurd. But it doesn't have to be that way. It could be a way where robots are doing things that humans really don't want to do anyway. We don't want to do that shit. <laughs> so they can do it and we could kick back and like do some fucking paintings <laughs> dance or do whatever you want to do has that question been i think that's what the whole like influencer blogger that also kids have unrealistic expectations yes of and like what I, life is exactly so that's why they see these travel bloggers going to a different country every three weeks being styled head to toe in designer <laughs> clothing and they're like I could easily do that being sponsored with these dinners being sponsored by brands so it's because of the, the their fingertips it seems like it's so tangible like I can do this for myself when I don't even know the steps that go <laughs> doing that besides being Looking big cute. Yeah. but like <laughs> who knows if that's I, so, yeah. oh I don't think it's real I mean 
you can do it, I think, but you need to see the effort that goes behind it. Like, yeah. you see this one picture, and it looks cute, but really it probably took them three hours just to take that one right. picture. They probably took a hundred pictures. Like I personally don't want to be a blogger. I, post, I usually post, like, once a week, and it's of, like, plants or, like, some, like, weird thing I found on the street, but that's just because, like, that's what I... That's I like To me, social media is kind of, like... And especially Instagram is like a form of art where you can like digital art where you can candidly see show people like what you see through your lens. But like other people, yeah, straight up use it for a business. Yeah. Or straight up use it to like make themselves be this persona that they might not be or who they aspire to be, which is totally fine. Like live your life, you do you, I I think our generation is very supportive of one another, too. Yeah, but I feel like that's too much. Like, I hate to be a hater, but I feel like your generation wants to support everything. Like, we can't, like, I sound sound like a hater, but some things are just fucked up. (laughs) Like, we can't be cool with everything. That's my opinion. Like, because where is the line drawn? I'm all for self-expression, people being themselves, but some stuff is like... I see this shit. I'm like, for real? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a good talk. <laughs> yeah, I know. We could probably... We could talk like, all day about like the Gen Zers. Let know if they want Gen Z Part 2. Yes. <laughs> if you guys like what you heard, <laughs> drop a comment. Do you have any, like, things you want to promote your business website oh, no. nothing i'm not that cool okay just not that cool yet sarah's she's pretty cool oh, thanks, you're cool too thanks for listening guys tune in next week Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. If you're a fan of the show, I have a really great offer for you. So I designed these logo pins based on the logo for my show. And I'm sending free pins out. That's like free shipping, free everything. All you have to do is go to my website, stuffidontlike.net and sign up for the mailing list and I will send you a free pin. If for some reason you don't want to give me your physical address, maybe you're the CIA. Maybe you know you live on a hippie commune in the woods and you don't even have an address. That's cool too because you can still enter your email address and be added that way. You won't receive a pin if I don't have your physical address, but you will receive updates and exclusive content. You'll be the first to know when I launch my ebook that's coming up called 30 Dope Reads, which will just be a compilation of books that I love and would love for everyone to share and enjoy. So yeah, please go to the website, stuffidontlike.net, and subscribe to the mailing list. Thanks, guys.